Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Antigua to propose the creation of the Citizenship by Investment Program Regulatory Commission. Rihanna's company may be listed on stock exchange. Rating firm gives government of U.S. Virgin Islands refinancing plan to secure its retirement system stable outlook. Jamaica conglomerate eyes expansion into Barbados. Clorox Puerto Rico plan achieves zero waste status. MOU signed between St. Lucia and Taiwan Nurses Association. World's oldest rum distillery sponsors 49 British Virgin Islands Spring Regatta and Jamaica Entertainment Sector reopens March 18th. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, March 18th. We start a report today in Antigua. Loop News reports that the government of Antigua Barbuda said it will propose that the Organization of Eastern Caribbean States members create a regulatory commission to protect their lucrative citizenship by investment program. The decision to propose the commission was made at yesterday's cabinet meeting. The OECS assembly is due to meet in Antigua and Barbuda today, and the matter will be raised. CIP programs have been placed under the microscope by the United States, European Union, and the United Kingdom as they seek to tackle human trafficking as well as clamp down on persons trying to dodge international sanctions. EU parliamentarians recently voted to ask its commission to formulate a strategy that would eventually see passport holders of Dominica, St. Kitts and Nevis, Grenada, St. Lucia, and Antigua and Barbuda booted out of the Schengen program that allows a visa-free stays in member states for tourism and business purposes for up to 90 days. U.S. legislators are also looking at the No Travel for Traffickers Act, which is designed to penalize countries that operate CBI programs. The government is also looking to amend the CIP law of 2013, so the program will be known as the Residency and Citizenship by Investment Program. It will be similar to a program currently operated by the United States. Barbados Today reports that Barbados national hero Robin Rihanna Fenty is reported to be planning a major business move that will make her Savage X Fenty lingerie company public. Savage X Fenty has a proposal to launch its initial public offering soon. The initial public offering would mean that Savage X Fenty would be listed on the stock exchange and investors are said to be on standby to snap up shares in the highly successful business if the entertainment and fashion mogul approves the plan. According to recent reports by Bloomberg News, the Barbadian singer-turned-fashion entrepreneur is said to be working with global banks Goldman Sachs Group Inc. and Morgan Stanley to execute the listing of her lingerie company at a reported $3 billion U.S. dollars. Savage X Fenty hasn't made a final decision on an initial public offering and its plans, including the timing, could still change. Fenty, who recently celebrated her 34th birthday, has business holdings that include Fenty Beauty, which was launched in 2017, and later Fenty Skin. The two companies, along with Savage X Fenty, offer products to people often overlooked by mainstream brands. Her Savage X Fenty lingerie line has taken the industry by storm and reportedly unsettled big-name brands such as Victoria's Secrets, causing them to lose significant market share. 
Rihanna has had sales of over 250 million records worldwide and is one of the best-selling music artists of all time. She has also enjoyed 14 number ones and 31 top 10 singles in the United States. In the United Kingdom, Rihanna has had 30 top 10 entries. As of 2021, she was the wealthiest female musician with an estimated net worth of 1.7 billion U.S. dollars. The Virgin Islands Consortium reports that U.S. Virgin Islands Governor Albert Bryan's administration said Thursday, Parole Bond Rating Agency has assigned a preliminary long-term rating of BBB with an outlook of stable for the recently approved Match Fund Special Purpose Securitization Corporation bonds. The special purpose vehicle is being prepared for sale by the U.S. Territory in a bid to secure funding for its government employees' retirement system for 30 years. The special purpose vehicle was created by the U.S. Virgin Islands Legislature through Act Number 8540 to issue the bonds. It is a separate entity from the government of the Virgin Islands and is a type of entity commonly used in municipal financing and carries its own bond ratings separate from the government of the Virgin Islands, the administration said. According to the U.S. Virgin Islands Government House, the special purpose vehicle allows the use of the internal revenue matching fund bonds, also called the RUM cover over bonds, to be reissued for a significant reduction in interest and debt service costs to provide long-term financial support to the government employee's retirement system. RUM cover over bonds are taxes on RUM made in the U.S. Virgin Islands and sold on the U.S. mainland that is remitted to the territory on an annual basis. The remittance has historically hovered around $250 million. The administration said that preliminarily to the issuance of the bond rating by Kroll, the U.S. Treasury and the U.S. Department of Interior agreed to Governor Bryan's instruction that the matching fund revenues paid out by Interior from the RUM cover over are to be deposited into a restricted account to be paid out to the special purpose vehicle as the purchaser of the RUM revenues while its bonds are outstanding. Barbados Today reports that Jamaica-based Grace Kennedy Group, one of the Caribbean's largest conglomerates, is eyeing further expansion into Barbados's market as it seeks to grow the financial services, money services segment of its operations. The company, which currently owns 50% of Signia Global Financial Group, is said to be exploring a number of mergers and acquisitions this year. Speaking on the plans during the company's recent investor briefing, Group Chief Executive Officer Senator Don Webby said, We have about 11 companies in the pipeline, and a lot of them are financial services. We are looking at companies in the Eastern Caribbean primarily. Insurance is a big segment that we have a few looking at, and money services, and one of them is actually in Barbados in terms of money services. So on the finance side, we are primarily focusing on the Eastern Caribbean to do more acquisitions in insurance and money services, he disclosed. He said he believed the island's corporate tax rate of between 1 and 5 percent will serve as a major attraction for more regional businesses to invest in the jurisdiction. Webby, who also has been pleading for a single regional stock exchange, 
to become a reality to help increase capitalization of all listed companies across the Caribbean said, what we found in Barbados was that the liquidity was very low and it really did not make sense at the time to continue to list. But the fundamental problem we have in the Caribbean is that markets are too fragmented. I believe the way to go is to have one stock exchange, the Caribbean Stock Exchange, where all companies are listed on the exchange. And I believe you're going to attract new investment, new companies to the exchange, because you're going to have a deeper market and the liquidity will be there, he explained. Grace Kennedy is in the process of finalizing its 2030 vision, and a part of that will be to list the food division on the overseas stock exchange. Webby said the decision has not yet been finalized. The company, which has operations in money services, retail and distribution, manufacturing, insurance, banking and investment ended the year 2021 with a good performance and improved operational efficiency and investment in manufacturing optimization and modernization. Webby also boasted of being able to grow the market share in all business segments, execute on digital transformation, pursue mergers and acquisitions, attract, retain, and develop talent at all levels, increase corporate social responsibility, and maintain good working capital management and preserve cash. Last year, the company recorded revenue of a 12% increase to reach about 8.5 billion U.S. dollars. Market Screener reports that Clorox Puerto Rico plant achieved a zero-waste status in less than a year. Clorox officials said that creativity and passion for recycling helped the plant in Caguas, Puerto Rico achieve a zero-waste-to-landfill status. According to Clorox officials, putting reuse and recycling into practice was made possible by teamwork and the commitment of our people. This included the identification of material to reuse, negotiation with suppliers that provided us with raw materials, identification of containers, and the segregation of materials. Training our people was the first step. The second was to identify the available resources of people and budget. Clorox also ran a variety of thematic campaigns. St. Lucia Times reports that St. Lucia's Nurses Association and the Taiwan Nurses Association have signed a Memorandum of Understanding to Enhance Nursing Education and Professional Training Partnership. St. Lucia Nurses Association President Alicia Baptiste told the signing ceremony that the agreement would also facilitate participation in international conferences, seminars, workshops, training programs, and other capacity-building initiatives. Health, Wellness, and Elderly Affairs Minister Moses Jean-Baptiste said the need for training nurses was critical now. He observed that the Caribbean, like many other regions, continue to experience a nursing brain drain as qualified nurses migrate to pursue better opportunities. Taiwan's ambassador to St. Lucia, Peter Chen, noted that even before the MOU signing, the St. Lucia Nurses Association and its Taiwan counterpart had achieved substantial cooperation. He disclosed that two St. Lucia nurses would visit Taiwan in July this year to attend a Leadership for Change program sponsored by the Taiwan Nurses Association. Taiwanese diplomat expressed that the event will equip the local nurses with knowledge about improving practices in St. Lucia's healthcare sector. 
Jamaica Information Service reports that the prohibition on entertainment will be lifted as of today, Friday, March 18. Jamaica's Prime Minister Andrew Holness made the announcement during the 2022-2023 budget discussions in Jamaica's House of Representatives on March 17. Mr. Holness reminded the public that events are regulated under various laws and administered by various entities, such as the municipal corporations and the Jamaica Constabulary Force, which provides permits. The permits granted will include a condition that the number of persons in any venue must be below 70% of the capacity. This condition will be kept until the 15th of April 2022, he said. BVINews.com reports that Mungay, the world's oldest rum distillery dating back to 1703, will once again support the BVI Spring Regatta, as it's done for over 45 years. Mungay, over its 300-year history, has been deeply connected to the ocean and sailing from its island roots in Barbados. Raphael Grisani, Managing Director at Mungay Rum said, We have partnered with World Sailing and the e-sailing platform during the global pandemic, and now we are setting course on a new sustainable chapter that will continue to strengthen our deep relationships with sailing as we head towards our 320th anniversary in 2023 and beyond. Mungay is committed to sustainable and transparent practices to meet the brand's vision for environmental stewardship and carbon neutrality. As a part of its multifaceted sustainability program, Mungay has also partnered with 4Ocean. This year's Mungay has decided that it would be a sustainable move to use the famous Red Cap 2020 to celebrate the return of the 49th BVI Spring Regatta. This will be the famous Mungay Rum Red Cap of the Regatta that didn't happen because of the worldwide pandemic. And finally... Antigua Newsroom reports that the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank has won the Reconnaissance International Regional New Banknote Series Award for its family of EC Polymer Notes. The prestigious award recognizes newly introduced banknotes and ID documents that exemplify superior technical sophistication and excellence in design and security. In his virtual acceptance speech, acting director in the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank's Currency Management Department, Norman Shabroshi, thanked the Reconnaissance International for the award, noting that it is fitting accolade for the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank's innovation of changing the substrate of its notes from paper to polymer. The Eastern Caribbean Central Bank is the first central bank in the Caribbean to introduce a full series of polymer banknotes. The final denomination in the series, the EC5, was issued in 2021. In related news, Bahamas Eyewitness News reports that the Central Bank of the Bahamas has been awarded the prestigious Regional Note of the Year Best News Series Award for its crisp evolution family of banknotes. The award was announced on March 15th at the High Security Printing Trademark Latin America Conference in Mexico City, Mexico. 
Each year, Reconnaissance International, which runs the High Security Printing Trademark Latin America Conference, accepts nominations for significant achievements in banknote design and innovation. Industry professionals voted in three categories, Best New Note, Best New Series, and Best Commemorative Note. Through the Best New Series Award, the Central Bank joins regional peers such as the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank, the Banco Central de Costa Rica, and Banco Central de Bolivia, which also received awards over the years. Deputy Governor Derek Roll accepted the award on behalf of the bank. He said the Cripps Evolution family of banknotes represents more than nine years of work, including countless hours contributed by dozens of industry professionals, both inside and outside the central bank. For additional information on the Chris Evolution family of banknotes, visit Central Bank website at www.centralbankbahamas.com forward slash banknotes. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, March 18th. I'm Keisha Wallace, thanking you for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news. Be sure to spread the word to family, friends, and associates. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com and be sure to like and follow us on Facebook, now Meta.